Previously on Wove Inspiration. You know, growing up, um, especially in Brooklyn, New York, in the church I went to, um, and this is something that would always stick with me, where the pastor said that, you know, it's okay, you know, for a man to cry. So, like I said, I, and that, that's something that will always stick with me, you know, because like I said, as men, we try to hold up, you know, that, that macho pride, but you know what? Um, this is Wove Inspiration. Here to inspire, encourage, and uplift. Welcome to Wove Inspiration's Monday Morning Motivation. I am your host, Althea Richardson, and today I am continuing my interview with my special guest, Gerald and Carol Irvin of Sound of Imani. Now we're going up a whole nother level because although they do a whole lot of things in music, they also do a whole lot of things in ministry as well. So today we're gonna to talk about Acclaim Ministries International as well as their outreach ministry. So welcome back, you guys. All right, glad to be back. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get started and, and get right into talking about your outreach ministry. How long have you guys had the organization? Oh, wow. Well, we've had that since, uh, actually since 2000. Okay. And uh, although we were doing outreach work um, about the same time that we started, the, started our music ministry, but uh, then we acquired uh, the uh, 501c3 for our nonprofit organization in 2000. Okay, okay. And so what made you guys decide to start this organization in your community? Well, we saw the need of a lot of things that was not given to the people. Mm -hmm. So we, de we decided to um, create our outreach so we can help everybody out, uh, food, clothing, uh, different things, and then we uh, decided to even go a little bit further to do other things. So okay. Trying to, trying to make sure that we don't miss nothing. So we uh, got together and started developing a whole lot of things like uh, programs for the youth mm -hmm. and, uh, and mentorship for the youth. And, uh, and then we added a seniors program in it as well. Okay. Okay. And I know that you guys um, incorporate, um, of course, music involved. So what types of um, activities do you do as far as the performing arts? Okay, we do um, like Anointing uh, uh, Gospel Coffee House. Okay. Which we have the youth to come out and show their versatility and their talent, uh, doing poetry and uh, playing instruments and singing. Yeah, and we also do um, what we call, you know, uh, once again, uh, Praise in the Park. Okay. Um, that is something that we bring to the community where we um, also have, like, health testing um, for uh, sugar, you know, diabetes. Okay. Um, high blood pressure, and, you know, we'll connect with uh, the local, one of the local hospitals, and they'll send some personnel out to come and do the testing uh, outdoors. and. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, and then we have free food giveaway and stuff like that. We just wanted to bring some momentum to the community, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll select a particular park 
uh, in the community to go into, you know, where people don't generally want to go, you know, and we'll go and we'll set up a stage and different things like that and bring something to the community and just, you know, get have free giveaways and stuff like that. That's part of our outreach too as well. Okay. And so what part of Detroit is, is the, your organization? Yes, our organization is uh, located pretty much on the east side of Detroit, but we'll go over to wherever God leads us, you know, to have or to serve uh, certain, you know, areas of populations. Um, some parks may be located. We'll select some parks on the east side, and we've also had some parks that we've done some things at uh, on the west side, too, as well. Okay. But your um your outreach is located in the on the east side of of Detroit as far as yes. services. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in that area, um, what type of issues have you have you seen as far as the need with the youth in particular? Well, they um you know have some of them can't read. Okay. Some of them uh, have issues with the math classes and mentoring. Our father's not in the home. And the mothers are doing all the work. Mm-hmm. So we try to make sure that uh, the need, what they need, uh, what they're missing in the house, or just having them to understand that, you know, you can get together and start uh, uh, associating with uh, the right kind of friend mm-hmm. instead of letting them, watching the other kids sell drugs and stuff like that. Okay. So we try to okay. keep, make sure that their minds are focused on school and uh, getting a career. Yeah. And so you have different um, males and female mentors that come out and, and work with the kids there? Yeah, we have them to come out and talk to them and, and let them know uh, you can be an entrepreneur, you can do great things. Uh, and if some of them are called to preach, we'll let them know. We do curriculum for Bible studies and okay. things like that. We, we make sure that we put that in there. That's a must. Okay, so you guys uh, host like Bible studies at the at the center, or or is it probably because I know you guys also have a uh, church ministry as well. So uh-huh. are they coming to the church, and or they are you having Bible studies at the center as well? Yes, we're having Bible study at uh, at where we are, and uh, so you know some of them will come to the to the Bible study, but of course you know that that's not a requirement in order for them to receive, um, you know, certain services that that are offered or for uh, help or assistance. But we try to reach out to them and try to meet them where they are and, uh, you know, try to relate to them um, because, you know, a lot of times people just need to know that somebody cares about them, that you're you're not up too high on a pedestal where you can't um, reach out to uh, those in the community who, need some encouragement and upliftment. Mm-hmm. And see, that's one of the things that, that is so important where, you know, f- for, for whatever reason, we, there, there has been such a massive change in the structure of, of family when we have so many um, more single uh, family homes, single parent homes uh-huh. versus the, you know, the, both the father and the mother being in the home raising the yes. kids. And so, um, in, in that aspect, is it, I mean, how, um, is it as far as in that community, how does that, um, look in that community, in your community? Well, you know, um, a lot of the kids, they, um, the guys and the girls, uh, I talk to them about being, uh, abstinence, 
instead of trying to run out and get a bunch of girlfriends and yeah, and you see them that having a bunch of babies. And I told them, you know, you don't want to start your life off with a lot of kids. I said because that holds you back. I said in in today's society, uh, it is really uh, uh, important to know who you are in, in life and to put all that on hold and make sure you get your career together. And because um, I've been to some of the homes they invited me in, and I've saw some of the things that really tore me up. Mm-hmm. And so when uh, they started coming, and the parents was like, "Well, my my kid never did this before." And uh, one thing I never read the Bible before. I said, "Oh, really?" She said, yeah. "Yeah." She said, "My my son gave me a couple of verses to read because I, I smoke a lot around him, and I was smoking weed, so mm-hmm. I stopped smoking weed because of my son." Yeah, and that was so that was so powerful, you know. And I was just letting them know that hey, you're a leader, you're not a follower. And, and see so if you they, can if you can start with the kids. I mean, mm-hmm. that 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 right there sets will start the foundation going into the home. And just like you said, with the the son coming in and and um, doing uh, scriptures and everything with with the parent and now she's changed, it becomes a domino effect. So that is just awesome. I really, I really uh, uh, admire you guys for, for doing that in that, in your community. So are you, do you have like any um, new projects that are going on with your organization? Cause I was looking on your, um, on the uh, website for the uh, organization and, and there are you guys going to be doing like any other projects or, or anything in the near future? Well, I know one of the things that we're targeting is to add on a um, reading program in particular to uh, address some of the issues of, um, you know, some of the young people and not only young people, but some adults who, who are having issues reading mm-hmm. and understanding, you know, to, uh, how to interpret, you know, like uh, things, documents that they need to sign, mm-hmm. um, you know, so that they don't sign something that, you know, is going to get them tangled up into some issues. And uh, so we, so that's one of the things that we're targeting to open up a um, a reading readiness uh, program. Uh, that's one of the things that's on our heart to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we also have, once we are able to, expand um, what we're doing with the outreach. We want to be able to add onto the the uh, the program is uh, to have a place where people who, when they come out of prisons, like a reentry yeah. uh, program to help them when they come out of prison, because we find that to be an issue in our prison outreach that we do, that a lot of times when they come out, they go back in because yeah. they're not able to uh, deal with the fact that, oh, I've been in here so long, now I don't know how to um, to adjust. And mm-hmm. that, adjustment period, that adjustment period can be pretty rough. So we want to be able to add that on as well. And a lot of times when um, individuals, men, uh, come out of prison, nobody wants to hire them. And, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're back on track and everything. And right. they made mistakes in the past. But nobody wants to take give them the opportunity to to start over and get back on their feet again. So, um, are there programs like that and that 
your you guys offer as well? That's one that we that we want to work on. That's that's one of the things that will be forthcoming. Yeah. Um, you know, because we we see that um in in us going to the both women's facilities and men's facilities and um we uh, one of our friends uh they have a that program that they're doing and so we want to be able to maybe branch off uh into that and add that on our services for mm-hmm. the outreach mm-hmm. so that's something that we're working toward absolutely yeah and now it's funny um i interviewed um another individual and one of the um things that we were talking about and it, it might be a little seem like minute to some people but we were talking about the fact that our kids do not know how to write in cursive. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, yeah, and you yeah. know they don't even enforce that in school anymore. Nope. I know, and that is the craziest thing because here it is. They're okay. They don't know how to write in cursive. That means that they don't know how. They can't read the Constitution, which then right. ends up being that if they can't read the Constitution, they don't know what their rights are. So it's right. a, dominant, a domino effect. And that's one of the um, programs that my, my husband and I are going to implement into as like a um, outreach um, after school type program is help them to learn how to write in cursive. There are right. kids out there even that, um, that we came across just the other day going to the dollar store. We were talking to uh, one of the employees there. And I guess they had overheard a conversation we were having about cursive and they jumped in. It was like, you know what? The other day somebody came in and they, um, we had them to fill out an application, but they couldn't sign their name. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's horrible. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, it is. And we got, on, we got on our son about that. Because yeah. I told him, I said, don't you know you have to sign your name on different documents? Yes. And you can't you can't print. You have to sign. I said so. You have to learn how to curse and um, get it done right. I said because we make him come home and sit down and start writing and curse. Mm-hmm. He, he said, I said I went up to the school. I said, uh, do you guys uh, teach the kids uh, how to curse writing? They said no. It's not the mandatory anymore because they like to print. See, mm-mm, that is not right. Not at all. <laughs> and I think it's designed that way. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, just to, to, to keep uh, hindering the progress of our young people and uh, so that they don't have any understanding of anything, uh, you know, uh, they don't know how to, you know, they won't know how to properly sign their name onto important documents and, right. you know, so, I mean, it's, it's by design, definitely, and so that's where, you know, we want to uh, make sure that, um you know, our organization does its part to try to uh, to help um, out in that area, and you know, to be able to when we have the reading and and and, and writing program, the reading readiness that you know it will include that as well to even just go over how to do cursive writing for those who don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's it's really it's getting to the point now where. Even when you have to do documents on online, 
you don't actually actually have to sign it. You just type your name in and that's your electronic signature. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I can, I can see why they're doing it now because like yeah. you said, they're, they're, um, they're doing it intentionally. Really? They are. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, most definitely. Oh my goodness. So yeah, it is. It's sad. It, 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 and that and that really bothers me is because you know it, we're we're being it's like we're being limit well i try not to bring politics in, the, in my conversation <laughs> but i mean it's so it's so evident in in what's going on in in our society right now it's it's unfortunate that you know there are things that are being put in place to keep african americans from from advancing in the way that they should be and you know we as believers in jesus christ we really i i try not to even focus on the po on the political thing because god is in control of the whole situation anyway regardless as yeah. what the color creed or whatever it is god is still mm -hmm. in control but we're still dealing with that issue of of our african americans not being treated the way that they should be in the worst, right. worst in, in, in everything that we, we try to accomplish. And so even in, um, in the community and everything, because things have been um, sectioned off and, and red taped all over the place to where you can tell the difference between when you're going into a uh, area that is uh, poor and then as you move along the uh, out of the neighborhood, you can see the complete difference in another different neighborhood, and it's like it's oh, yeah. off, and it's just sad. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's so sad, and uh, you know, and that's why you know our hearts are geared toward you know whatever we can do in our lifetime to um, you know to help bring awareness to issues and things that are going on that affect especially our African-American communities. Mm -hmm. And, um, and uh, so that's something that, and I know one of the things that we worked on um, recently too was uh, our son, um, his, um, his school marching band didn't have, they needed some uniforms very badly and mm -hmm. the, the, the school could not afford to buy them. And so, the, uh, we worked with the um, music director and I said, you know, Lord, you just got to leave me, let me know what we need to do to, how can we get these kids some uniforms? Yeah. And so I went, you know, I asked around and, you know, to some places that I thought would, you know, say, oh yeah, we, you know, we do this. And I kept getting no's or no answers. And I said, well, Lord, just kind of lead me. And so I ended up calling all the way this pro this uh, company in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And um, and I talked to the gentleman. I said, you know, I'm working in conjunction with the, the uh, eCourse uh, uh, Community High School uh, Marching Band and Music Department. And they are really in need of some uniforms. And so he said, oh, you know what? He said, I may be able to help. He said, I'm going to put out a bulletin. Um, to let uh, some of these schools know that you are looking for some uniforms. He said, because a lot of times we get, um, you know, uniforms donated. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, we got uniforms donated from one of the high school, Hemphill High School in Pennsylvania for wow. the uh, 
for the community high school students in uh at eCourse High School. Oh wow, that's a blessing. And that's all. Awesome. Yeah, they don't they donated a hundred and ten uh uniforms. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> wow. See that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is what I'm talking about. So yeah. for your organization, um, I know you guys are a 501c3 uh, nonprofit yeah. uh, performance arts organization. How can uh -huh. people donate to your cause? To to, to because this is awesome, and and it, and uh, this definitely needs to be uh, out there, and people need to donate to this because it's it's phenomenal. So how can people um, donate to your organization? Okay, yes. Um, well, they can donate uh, by going to www.acclaimoutreach.org. They can go to the donation uh, page that we have there. And uh, once they click on the donations tab, they can uh, select what amount they would like to give and what they would like to give to. So that's one way okay. of doing it. And then another way would be they can, if they have... If you know, because a lot of people like using the the, uh, the uh, cash app. Mm -hmm. If they want to use the cash app, they can go dollar sign and then acclaim A C C L A I M Ministries. Okay, okay. And um, listeners, go on this page. There is a lot of good information about their programs, about their performance, uh, performing arts uh, programs. You can be a volunteer. Donate, donate, donate. I'm, I'm just going to keep repeating that. I need you guys to get out there, get on this website and donate to this organization because it is awesome. You guys, I have I've totally enjoyed talking with you guys, both on dealing with the music as well as your ministry and your organization. I thank you yes. guys so much for being on my show. Um, oh, I'm thank you. Oh, yeah. I am really looking forward to, I'm the type of person that likes to network with, with people. And so I'm adding you guys as a resource. Um, if I ever come across anyone that is needing assistance or, or whatever, you guys are uh -huh. on the resource list. Okay, right. thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. So this is yes. Althea with Wove Inspirations. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. You guys have an awesome week and God bless. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to follow us, we are on Facebook at W-O-V-E Inspiration, as well as Instagram, W-O-V-E 2005. You can also leave us a comment, question, or if you would like to be a guest on this show, you can contact me at wove2005 at yahoo.com. This is Althea Richardson. I hope you guys have an awesome day and keep moving forward.